On this episode of Regular Investor, Jake the Stock Guy podcast, I interview Sniper Trades, who has been trading for over 10 years. This episode is made possible by the Jake the Stock Guy Options Educational Group. Visit jakethestockguy.com to sign up today. Let me tell you something. There is no nobility in poverty. I have been a rich man and I have been a poor man and I choose rich every fucking time. Because at least as a rich man, when I have to face my problems, I show up in the back of a limo wearing a $2,000 suit and a $40,000 gold fucking watch. Welcome everyone to Regular Investor, Jake the Stock Guy podcast. My name is Garrison Smith, one of the pro traders, part of the Jake the Stock Guy's trading group today. We have uh, Richie on the show today, and we also have a special guest, uh, goes by the name of Problem Sniper on Twitter, and you can go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Yeah, sure. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Problem Sniper, and uh, people call me KT too, that's, uh, that's how I go by uh, mostly, uh, apart from my screen name. And uh, yeah, I've been an options trader for about uh, 10 years now, I've been a trader for about uh, 12 years now, did a lot of... Uh, uh, experimentations uh, with respect to trading uh, over the years. Uh, by profession, I'm an engineer and uh, uh, an electrical engineer. By ma- uh, got my master's from Oklahoma State, and uh, then had a full-time job. and And uh, back then, trading was a side hustle for me. And now it, I'm I'm a full-time trader officially from uh, 2022 and uh, actually 2021. And uh, yeah, uh, an exciting journey for uh, 12 years now. And uh, it. Uh, and uh, many more years to come. <laughs> and 12 years is a long time. I think Richie's been uh, trading for around that time. How many years, Richie? Eight, eight, eight. Full time. Eight, yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's what a lot of people want to do is end up being able to trade full time. And um, like, when did you start getting invest- When did you start getting into investing, KT? Into investing. Uh, so, yeah, I came to United States in 2012. Uh, back then, uh, I, I, I was, I was like, you know, my dad gave me some money, and you know, like uh, we were here to. Uh, I was here to do my masters, and uh, fortunately, I, I got into a research assistantship program, uh, and uh, was one of a very few people who got selected into that program. And uh, it was a full waiver of fee, and uh, I had a lot of cash in my hand, which my dad gave me. So now I'm like, you know, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a young kid. Uh, uh, 21 years old and uh, I'm like uh, looking at uh, you know um, where do I put my uh, put that money into <laughs> uh, I was a gamer back then uh, so I was I was kind of you know like uh, uh, spending some money here and there uh, for co- uh, uh, like uh, costumes and things like that for my characters but then mm-hmm. you know like uh, I was like all right so this is not sustainable I need to I need to do something with this money and and you know like uh, yep. a semester fee for uh, uh, you know immigrant student is around forty thousand. And that's that's my um, uh, that's my initial uh, you know like um, investment uh, uh, into 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 and uh, into the stock market. And what I kind of did was I I just I just started buying Apple because uh, you know like uh, all the hype back in India uh, you know like uh, Apple iPhones was uh, pretty. Uh, considered elite and coming here I, I really loved it like the first day i went to the at&t store bought the apple iphone and i was like okay i love this product so i'll just go invest into apple and that's where i started off like you know like uh, putting money into apple every single paycheck i used to get i i, I just used to put uh, 200 dollars 300 dollars into an apple stock uh, that's that's yeah, yeah, about where i started 
when did you start figuring out about options? Because you said you had just invested straight up. Uh, when did you find options and how did that help you grow? So, so, uh, uh, so what happened was uh, in uh, back in 2012, 2013, after I graduated, I had uh, about uh, two, about two months to uh, figure out where I was going going for next. And uh, you know, like I had that break for two months. And what I did during that is I sold some of my Apple's position, like you know, five thousand dollars, and uh, and I started uh, putting money into um, you know, uh, like uh, high beta names, like uh, let's uh, let's call them uh, penny stocks, and you know, like uh, and trying to make some additional money uh, because you know, like I used to love uh, uh, going and playing blackjack and things like that, so I wanted some money of the stock market so that I can spend somewhere else. <laughs> so that's where I started with penny stocks, and then you know, like uh, I was like, okay, this this is going nowhere. I'm not I'm not able to yep. understand the technicals behind it, and then I want uh, being an engineer, I always wanted to be data. I always was data driven, so that's where I was like, okay, uh, options is another way to go because these are these are basically uh, leveraging of chart patterns and uh, charts and technicals based on these big names that are out there. So that is exactly when I started uh, my options trading about, uh, you know, 2013 December is when I kind of started uh, uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, like, um, uh, and, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't do really well in the start, uh, but, but yeah, like uh, December of 2013, uh, uh, it, it was basically for, you know, like uh, quick money is what I started. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, are you basically a, a charts, technical analysis type trader? But yes, definitely that. am. Uh, uh, like uh, I, I do not, I do not follow the macro as much. Like now, I kind of do because you know, like I kind of put up some uh, credit spread, debit spreads, things like that around uh, certain stocks, around certain uh, sectors. Uh, but uh, because I kind of can afford to put in some money for the side uh, for my side bets, mm -hmm. uh, but back then uh, it was purely technical and you know like yeah you you i was i was trying to learn trend lines trying to learn fibonacci you know like i, I there were different different techniques that i was trying i was trying to adopt and and uh, and you know like 6 months into into my trading i i, I had 5000 i I went all the way up to 30, 35,000. I, I also journal everything that I like, uh, what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. I, I have like volumes of diaries over the years. So I look back, I read them sometimes and you know, like things uh, are very funny too because you know, like uh, six months into the trading, like uh, call it call it beginner's log, whatever. I, I, I took my 5,000 account to like around 35,000, 40,000. And um, by the end of uh, 2014, uh, I ended up back at like uh, 5,000 again, actually 4,800. <laughs> yeah, it happens. That's, that's, that's the way it goes, you know, beginner's luck and then you give it all back. So yep. It's always good to keep a journal because you can always go back and see what works and what didn't work. Yep. And pretty much go on where you're trading with what works, you know, and just keep the same routine. So mm -hmm. it's very smart, you know, to go back. And always test new things also to see what works. Yep, yep, Very exactly. Important. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, like uh, something that I, I uh, like after the, after the like uh, after that one year of my uh, self trading, I did I did have my mentor who's also my dad, uh, like give me tips around trading, and I used to talk to my uncle also about trading and things like that. And they they you, they they are more uh, seasoned traders i mean uh, one is a doctor one is an engineer in their full-time jobs and uh, are very successful people but you know they they used to trade a lot uh, um, as uh, like i have been seeing my dad trade a lot uh, as uh, like when i was growing up so uh, you know like um, uh, 
that's where like you know like uh, i i i started journaling and you know think uh, looking at where i was doing well when i was doing well very interestingly like i was i was always doing well in the first hours of the day or the oh, last yes. hours of the day yep. things like that yeah i want to i want to get your um opinion like um i know richie is very big into charts and technicals too you guys just talk about like how important it is why you do it um why it's important to know which way the stock is going and how you determine that yeah definitely right like uh, my charting style i have pivoted to uh, going after uh, support and resistance levels and uh, uh, using daily trend lines uh, you know uh, trend lines on the daily and the weekly charts to figure out how the direction is looking like like uh, uh, the the main reason why i like technical analysis and uh, you know like why i rely on it is by a lot is it just keeps emotions out of the game like i i see something like you know a breaking trend line and a down trend line and you know like moving higher then i'm like putting putting up call calls call spreads or uh, or selling uh, uh put spreads or things like that but at the same time you know like if a setup fails i i know where to cut off and you know like i i can say okay you know this is my cut off limit and i'm 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 getting out there's no emotions to it because i know what i have been thinking is wrong so uh, that is where i think i really loved uh, technical analysis i know a lot of traders talk about uh, uh looking at the macro looking at this looking at that but for no, me no. it's mostly about removing the emotions out of this game so no. And that's the best way to do it. I mean, the the one thing is knowing how to balance all your emotions while you're trading. You know, yep. if you're actively trading or if you're a long time, uh, a long term investor, no matter what you do, you always have to figure out a way to manage your emotions. That's yes. key. That's key yep. to trading. If you can't manage that, then you shouldn't be trading with real money yet. But actually, just keep back testing yourself until you can manage your emotions. That's the most important important step. Hundred percent agree. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, and going off the emotions there, uh, how did you balance your emotions? Can you tell us like about some of your biggest wins, biggest losses? How did you keep your mindset the same? Yeah, I mean, uh, being level-headed is definitely a very important thing. Like I have said, I have uh, um, I have grown my accounts multiple times. I have grown them from five thousand to thirty-five oh, uh, in twenty fourteen, and then you know like. Uh, in 2015, I grew them from like 5,000 to uh, 40, 45, and then went right back. And you know, every single time, it was the same thing. Where I get super like like back then, my salary, my annual salary was 60,000, 60, 65,000 is what my annual salary was. And looking at that amount of money, I was like, you know, top of the world, I'm the king, and there's nothing stopping me, and things like that. And then. Every single time, I used to do really good, uh, putting my small small positions on, grow my accounts, low and, and study. You oversize, and then and I you oversize. You oversize, yes, exactly. That that's yes. the number one mistake that people make every single time. And what happens is you get overconfident, right? And instead of keeping the same size for all your trades, you keep oversizing over because you're looking for more. Mm -hmm. And that's the number one problem is the greed, you know, the greed um, and overconfidence. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, uh, come 2016 is when I kind of like, you know, I was like, okay, you know, like I need to just grow my, like I was not thinking about any, any, any kind of a goal in mind per se, but all I wanted to do was not 
set back my account. That was my goal. Like uh, 2014, I did the same mistake. 2015, I did the same thing. Now I need to, like, you know, be it be it $5,000 by the end of the year, I am able to fund myself by, by working a full-time job. So I really don't have to care about how much I make here because I, at the end of it, like, you know, like uh, over, over the span, uh, over the span of a few, few more years, I will be successful in trading. So that was my mindset. That was what my dad was also saying. Like, you know, they, like you don't have to rely on trading and you don't have to be overnight rich. So 2016 is when I think I hit that, like, you know, like I did grow my account from 5,000 to 25, uh, about 23 uh, I did not. I did not go to 20, 45 or 50 or whatnot. But you know, 23. I was very modest, very nice. Uh, I have. I. I. What I have done was I have consistently put the same bet every single time, no matter mm-hmm. my account. I just yep. kept betting the same amount. Exactly. And that's that's, that's what you know. Like uh, it. It. I knew when to get into the trade. I knew what my risk management was. I. I could like. Let, let, uh, to put it straight, it's more like I could feel my account when my uh, when I was in a trade. Like I had that feeling, you know, like, um, yes, I'm in a comfortable spot. I don't really have to like rock the boat right now to, to always look at my position every two to three minutes and try exactly. to do something. Exactly. Avoid watching the P&L. Yep. That's the number one rule. That's one of the rules that I try to uh, show my students is do not pay attention to your P&L. Keep the same size. And then you 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 will find the right consistency, and that's the and that's the way to do it, you know. Um, because if you don't follow that rule, then you'll find yourself resetting yourself all the times back to zero, and you know sometimes that could take a toll on your mind too. So that's one of the most important rules to keep. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, 2016 is when I like I I I knew this was thing, and every single time I was trying to make, uh, I I was looking at my account, I was going euphoric or something like that. I was just taking money out of my account, putting it into my savings. It doesn't matter, inflation or not. I'm not I'm not going to look at that money because I made that money and it is mine. <laughs> so that's how I uh, and then whatever was left, I should not be losing it. I have I'm I'm a very proud trader in a way where you know like. I, I, I hear people blowing up their accounts and things like that, but this I like that would have had a extreme mental toll on me, and I would have probably given up. <laughs> but you know, like uh, 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 like I would uh, that's something that I kind of advise too. Like, don't give up on trading because you know, like because you were not successful in the first year or second year, it will click. And and in the first year or second year, something my dad used to say. Just survive in the market, you know. Like uh, you, you will, you will hit that spot. Like, um, oh, oh, my, uh, this is something that my dad also says. Like, you know, like uh, uh, your luck hits hits the door, knocks on your door just once, but your bad luck hits you. Uh, like it hits the door until you times. let it in. Twenty times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it was all about that survivability. And what happened with twenty after twenty sixteen was just a miracle. So what happened was. I was I was in a trades I was I was just doing what I was doing and then I was in a trade which I was swinging like it was not a huge position or whatnot it was just the same size that I was doing in 2016 as well and in 2017 the company that I was that I was having call positions on that biopharma company got got sold to uh, another big one and overnight I had I had the dimensions of my account completely changed <laughs> so. Looking back in 2017, what I kind of realized was 
all this while i was struggling and doing all this and you know like everything was falling into place for this exact moment so that's when you know like everything started picking up then i started like uh, uh, my account really grew like uh, the uh, and and you know like uh, this was this was this was six figures that that i wouldn't expect in uh, uh in in 2016 2017 because i was making around like um, back then was 89 90000 was my annual salary so i was like okay you know like uh this is massive and then come 2018 i was like again like i was i was betting good and the market was extremely good too in 2018 and i i did grow my account from uh you know like uh like mid uh six figures to like upper six figures but come uh, like again the same thing happened like i learned all the things that i did uh, those those 6 years and by december 2018 was when i was struck again uh, by uh, you know this whole china fiasco that went on <laughs> so uh, that's when i i grew my account all the way to upper sixes and then you know like then i was like pushed down to back to like mid sixes again and i was like okay i started i i Yes, the dimensions of my account changed in 2017, but in 2018, uh, that's when I kind of it it struck me again. You know, like once you start losing your discipline, is when the market shows you the way. <laughs> so, uh, so that's when, like you know, in 2018, uh, that happened. And uh, but and in uh, again from 20, 2019 onwards, I stuck to my discipline. I I I. i have uh, all these post notes on my uh, you know screen saying don't do this do this don't do this these are your rules and things like that i know when i can come in what are my favorite patterns and what what the, what are the favorite setups that i work on on charts and this is something that i kind of tell a lot of traders too there's there is always a synchrony that that gets created between a trader and a few stocks that they trade and for me that is tesla apple microsoft you know like name these big tech and and that's that's exactly where i can see those charts i don't even have to draw any resistance or any any kind of lines i can see them and and, and i can really judge where they are trying to go that's of, that's how good i have gotten over the years one of my uh one of my actually favorite rules is just stick to one stock You can actually just make money all year round just following one play. Exactly. And just consistently make money. There's no reason to add a list of 20, 30 stocks when in reality you only need one. Master it and just be consistent with it. Yep. That's all you really need. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's there's one of my friend who always trades, you know, like uh he only trades Tesla and he trades Tesla around the 50 EMA on the 15 minute If it loses it, it he buys puts. If he if he if he sees a bounce, he buys calls. And he he killed it twenty 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 one. And he he almost made like around seven figures uh, just trading Tesla. That's how that's how good and uh, discipline is with respect to the stock market, with respect to what you know and you know and what you can execute. You do not need hundred different people coming out and. putting alerts for you or you know like you know you do not need uh, 100 different stocks or 100 different uh, indicators or technicals or screens or whatever that there is Correct. all you need is to keep it very simple yep. very easy and you will make money simplicity <laughs> sim- simplicity is the best and yep. and that will make uh, your emotions too uh, much much more uh, better and effective you know uh, when trading 
yeah absolutely like you know when to cut like you know like you you just use one simple indicator you know when to cut when to when to go in when is risk on when is risk off uh, that 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 is something that many new traders kind of don't see and something else again many new like i see this in many you know uh, uh, twitter accounts or you know like uh, like many discords that uh, that i have been through in the last couple of years like you they are in a trade and then they cut it off at like 10% I, i'm like mm-hmm. why do you even have to trade options if you want to cut off at 10% they they go like i'm going really big so i'm 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 going to cut it off at 10% oh like, yeah sizing yeah sizing. yeah i mean you know like you do not have to do that like you know if you are really going real, that big and you have that amount of capital just by stocks you can make you, there's much less risk and you can definitely make a lot of money so don't really have to do options trading <laughs> yeah so, so so i mean th- there's different styles of trading options you can definitely like scalping or day trading or uh, swinging okay and i'm i have an idea like um of if you have a small account the best way to actually uh progress and actually show yourself that you can do it is build a small account like a five hundred thousand dollar account or two thousand dollars account to like a certain amount and that will and that will show exactly you know how well you can actually respect the market and be successful at it um and you know so i like to show my students like um training with a big account and training with a small account and how to be effective with both and uh, just and to follow a set of rules so i mean there is a way to capitalize of 10 percent uh if you have a big account uh if you have a big account you can definitely capitalize of the small bounces like scalping with scalp mm-hmm. trading uh but if you swing trading definitely more than 10 percent for sure 100 percent there's no really reason to capitalize of 10% if you're swing trading or if you're day trading. Yep. So. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, this is something that I, I kind of, uh, show too. Like I, 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 I do, uh, like I do have like my private discord too, like where I do a one K to 10 K challenge. I do have a one K account mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. like, um, last week was good. Like, you know, like uh, we saw some directional moves intraday. So, you know, like when the account is up about fifty percent from a thousand to like you know fifteen fifteen hundred or so, mm-hmm. but but the the week before that, I didn't even take a trade in the in the uh, small account. Like you know, why mm-hmm. do I have to risk my small account when when the market is like doing whatever it wants to do? Like mm-hmm. one day it was a gap up, just sideways chop, gap down, sideways chop. And mm-hmm. I really don't want to do anything with respect to that because there's no proper risk reward with. Uh, with uh, doing uh, or playing around with your small account where you know like losing capital will not let you survive when the when the actual opportunity strikes so uh-huh. it's yeah that, that's that's quite a little different there's a little different in the way you manage your small accounts versus their big yeah. account but uh, yeah it ultimately boils down to like how you manage your emotions you know like yeah. other people manage. making money I don't want to FOMO into the trades. So. Yeah. And how well you manage. Well, if you have a, a good risk management routine and tools that you can use to manage your risk, you can definitely uh, grow your account effectively. Like I already grew mm-hmm. my small account uh, 1,200% since the beginning of the year. So I took a $2,000 account. I'm already up 22000 So there's a way to uh, manage 
that uh, and you could definitely be effective trading every day is just how well you can manage your risk and your emotions. So that's what it boils down to, to be effective every day. Yeah. So there's always an opportunity every day and is the way you manage the opportunity um, with your risk and emotions at the same time. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know. It's insane. Once you guys just you you get your rules down, you learn. You you feel yourself become more confident in yourself. You don't need to getting to, you don't need to FOMO to any of these trades. You don't need no, to just follow don't. alerts. Yep. Learn. Get into the trade yourself. Don't get in because someone else is. Exactly. Be confident. Know why you're getting in the trade. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a, that's very important. Very important. And have an edge on the markets. You know, um, how well can you define your edge into the markets? Yeah, I mean, what what I kind of see with respect to FinTwit also, this is kind of funny because, you know, like I see people using, uh, let's say, uh, Fibonacci retracement or something like that. And mm-hmm. one month into it, they don't even master the system. They think this system is crap. Uh-huh, I mean, exactly. you, if you don't exactly. stay in a system for three to six months, why, exactly. how do you even understand it? Yep, exactly. Right? And then they move on to wave theory. And then yep. that's crap. <laughs> <laughs> and they try and they try the flop. They they go from one system to another system to another system to another system, and that's what they do. They try, they're always trying to look for shortcuts, right? But there's really yep. no shortcuts. They, like there's really no shortcuts into the into the market. It's really following the system and mastering the system, and that's yep. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to get your uh, KT. I want to get your opinion on like uh, how the, how the market's gone. What do you what do you see like the market sentiment uh, since the beginning of the year? Like. How do you think it's played out? How well has it gone for you, et cetera? Oh, um, uh, the month of January has been really good. Uh, I mean, uh, the first first two weeks was uh, as usual. You know, like uh, we were playing the upside and then the da- downside. Uh, I'm a, I'm more of a market reactor than a guesser. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I don't I don't really uh, uh, say okay tomorrow the market is going to go up and I I, I go mm-hmm. uh, full port into calls or then I, I the next day it goes down I'm like uh, crying around I'm not I'm not a, I'm not that kind of a trader uh, it's more like you know uh, I see the price action and then decide where to put my money in so um, uh, first two weeks was good the third week was a little choppy up and down uh, I don't like sideways days and uh, uh, like the third week was mostly low toes for me uh, I was sizing way low and you know like uh, i'm like okay uh, this there are uh, quite a few opportunities uh, hit your 35 50 percent and you know like get out of your uh, options trading on a day-to-day basis uh, no swing trading at all and then uh, uh, last 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 two weeks was again it was it was pretty uh, it was pretty good i mean uh, last week was very good in fact uh, we did we did uh, you know like uh, uh, I mean, Google and, you know, like Facebook, Amazon, these were kind of, you know, like something that uh, uh, we were expecting. Uh, Facebook, not so much. I thought maybe they would uh, they would have some news around, you know, like uh, the iOS issue that they have been facing for a year and a half. But then uh, it kind of uh, struck me, you know, like uh, I don't I uh, Facebook being that big of a company with a lot of massive talent, uh, uh, the talent holding that they can they kind of have um i expected some work around uh, with respect to ios but they didn't so uh, uh overall you know like uh, it was a uh, last week was a great week uh, in fact right like uh, uh, we uh, we were seeing those price actions and then getting in and uh, uh and we got a uh, small bounce into the markets uh, last week we got a small rally 
Yeah, I mean, you know, like we were we were seeing gap ups and then we were seeing uh, those gaps nicely closing, you know, like uh, unidirectional moves, uh, uh, one-sided moves uh, rather than, you know, gap up and just chop sideways. Uh, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, that's where options traders especially weekly traders like me kind of don't make as much money which was on the mm-hmm. third week of january but uh, uh overall i think uh, the market sentiment is uh, is getting back to normal is what i would say uh, th- uh, there's the uh, 2020 2021 has been extremely euphoric i have mm-hmm. not seen like uh, lucky enough i did make a lot of money <laughs> uh, uh, but you know like uh, Likewise. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Likewise. the thing is, yeah. everything just went up. I was, I, was, I was just a genius among all the geniuses in the room. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I know that kind of makes me sound very stupid, but... <laughs> no, no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're, you're, you're part of that 10% that actually took advantage of the right direction. So Yeah, yeah. so... I, I, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so you know, like uh, uh, all this while, like uh, 2020, 2021, uh, I I do see a lot of anger in a lot of people. Those uh, you know, like uh, that has it's always there in the stock market, right? Like in 20, from 2012 to 2018, we have been on a bull run, uh, uh, or or let's say 20, exactly. 2012 to 2022, we have been on a bull run. We have mm-hmm. always been straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, I uh, like since since 2012, I have been seeing uh, waves of bears. Like you know, like they come in. They get destroyed. They go back into hiding. Like I never see them again in the stock market. Again, I, d- I did see them in 2018. I, I, I see them in uh, 2020, 2021. They say they are capitalizing in 2022. But, you know, like uh, uh, I would say the stock market is just getting back to its mean po- uh, positioning. Uh, it's uh, it's not bad. It's not good. It's not high volatile, low volatile, nothing like that. It's, 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 it's getting back into its groove. And nothing that goes up so fast especially what happened in 2020, 2021 exactly. is not sustainable. Yep, exactly. And it has to correct to balance itself out, you know? Exactly. So uh, if, you, if you don't get no balance, then it's bad because then the fall is going to be even worse than what it was. Yeah, and, and, and something that I'll say, uh, you know, like stock market is not a casino. It's, it's not. It is it's not. not. It, is, not. it yeah. is a rotation scheme. Exactly. Yep, what I a rotation agree. scheme is... You, you make money today, someone else makes money some other day. The, mm-hmm. All that matters is you realizing that it's not your day and closing your wallet and saying, nope, I'm not giving back my money <laughs> mm-hmm. right now. Exactly. Yep. And, and the thing is, I, the way I love, I'm a trend trader, so uh-huh. I love trading the trends. Um, so I kind of, with my strategies, I'm able to dictate which move will happen in the next, you know, in the near future. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm skillful at. And, you know, there's many other skills that you can possess to make money into the markets. Yep. So um, it's knowing that style that you more um, successful with and riding with it, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, there's nothing wrong with just not trading for a day or two. There's nothing wrong with that, all right? Yep. If, you're, if you're more, you know, advanced with your style, then stick to it. There's really nothing wrong with it. So, uh, and Ford. another thing, you know, not treating the, the market like a casino is very important. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate gambling. I hate lottos, uh, plays. I like to be calculated with my entries and mm-hmm. knowing what will happen. Uh, so I, I don't like not knowing what's going to happen. So, uh, you always want to be on the right side of the markets every time. So that's the only way you'd be consistent. Yeah. I mean, every trader, I would say has their own superpower. 
right? Yes, like, exactly. Uh, you can, uh, I'm not like you. You are not like me. And exactly. and something that's uh, something that's very weird about social media that I, I'm pretty new to social media. I started off, you know, uh, uh, in uh, the end of 2020 is when I kind of got onto Twitter. I had a Twitter account from 2012, but I never was active anywhere on social media. And then. I see all these people like, you know, comparing their accounts, showing off like, you know, this and that. Like the thing is, as a trader, the you are your own competitor. You can't compete with some other person. And, you know, like if you're better, one person better than you were last last week, you are compounding your gain over time. And you are getting better with your setup, your system, your, your, your trades and uh, your account. Everything just grows nicely. And all of this also kind of, you know, rolls into your life. Like, I have grown as a trader and as a person too. And I, I think trading kind of defined the way I live right now. Mm-hmm. So, it's 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 some, it's some so weird, like, you know, like uh, when, when someone just says, uh, oh, this guy gets 80% win rate and this guy gets like only 50% win rate. Uh, this guy makes a lot of money. This guy makes this... But, nah, you know, like, don't focus on that. Yeah, there's no <laughs> reason to focus on that. Focus on yourself and your journey. That's it. That's what exactly. You have to worry about. Try to learn what they are doing mm-hmm. and try to adapt it to your style and exactly. get your superpower out. <laughs> exactly. So. And that's what I try to tell everyone. Figure out your own style and then, uh, you know, analyze your risk. Like, know your risk. And that's so important. Yep. You know, so definitely. Other than uh, stocks, KT, what do you have? Um, what are you uh, doing? What are you doing this weekend? What do you like to do other than stocks? Uh, other than stocks, uh, uh, like I said, uh, I'm a gamer. Uh, I did. I, I, I was. I, I have been. I, I was in. Uh, uh, I was gaming Dota for about uh, ten years before I retired mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years back. And uh, now I kind of just watched uh, other people play games now. <laughs> and uh, the, I, I just analyze and, you know, like uh, I see I see some, you know, like grave mistakes being done on some pro teams and things. And, uh, uh, you know, like I, I kind of contact them and try to like, you know, show them what they're trying to do, uh, uh, put out some strategies and things like that. Uh, uh, and then uh, that's something that I kind of do. And uh, then that, you know, like... Uh, I think I think I'm at a phase where um, you know I don't really have to do anything. <laughs> so, uh, uh, in fact, like you know, like I was I was just joking about this uh, the other day with my wife. You know, like uh, what I made in 2012 for a year, I make in a day now. So, uh, you know, like uh, it it really doesn't matter. Uh, you know, like uh, so so uh, I kind of go after some uh, NGOs. I I do read a lot of tech blogs. I, I'm a machine learning engineer, so. I like reading a lot of tech blogs and uh, see what people are doing. Uh, and, uh, you know, like uh, just the market in general. Uh, I, I love chatting with people, especially my Discord group. So uh, they're a fun bunch. And, uh, you know, like uh, um, I put out some weekly reports out there, just play around with Twitter a little, uh, with trolls and things like that. And, <laughs> uh, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> I agree, yeah. I like doing the same thing, you know, picking people's minds and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that's that's mostly what I do. I uh, like you know, I I I I my wife loves traveling. I uh, she used to drag me around. Uh, you know, like we we did go to Croatia just before the COVID hit. Uh, 
mm-hmm. but now we are like stuck at home uh, most uh, we live in arizona so you know like uh, we kind of go to flagstaff uh, sedona and things like that but uh, nothing mm-hmm. nothing really major per se like uh, uh, mostly sticking at home Stack your uh, and, money. Just stack your money. You <laughs> and and I love food, so I I kind of try many local restaurants around here. Yeah. It is fun. You just gotta find something else to do. Uh, don't always be staring at the screen all the time. It's not good. I mean, yeah. it's good to know what you're doing, but you know, get out, find some other things to do. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything? Last things you want to say, KT? Is it was great having you on the show today. Um, any, any last things you want to tell the community, uh, your community, our community? What's what's one thing you want to tell everyone? Oh, uh, just just don't lose your accounts. Uh, be patient, and mm-hmm. uh, the money will flow. Uh, the don't don't worry about the in what direction the money is moving. Just worry about you know your path towards it. Like like now, like when I'm when I, when I look back, right? Like it's the journey that was very exciting to me. Now, when I like looking at my what I do on a day-to-day basis, it's you know like yeah, I'm I'm there now. What to do next? I'm trying to figure out what to do and things like that. But enjoy the journey. That's 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 what I would I would tell everybody. Like, don't stress out. Uh, just 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 enjoy it. Yes, enjoy. It. Uh, I enjoy it every single day. Um, where's where can people find you on Twitter or? Yeah, like on Twitter, uh, you can definitely follow me uh, on at uh, Problem Sniper. I do have a YouTube channel too, where I put out some educational content about uh, uh, things that I kind of use with respect to market internals and you know, like what, uh, what, how do I do my technical analysis and things like that. Uh, I just started that uh, this year. Uh, <laughs> my first video is just going to hit uh, 10k today, I guess. <laughs> so uh, that's that's pretty exciting, and. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, just mainly Twitter. I, uh, there's a lot of educational content out there, a lot of free content out there. But uh, if you do really want to, like, you know, uh, like get some more of my time and, uh, you know, like uh, trade with us as a group, that's essentially why I kind of started my Discord group too. Like, uh, I want to get that, you know, like uh, uh, a dedicated group of traders. Very nice. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's a very nice uh, conversation with you guys today. Um, always like to know what other traders do, successful traders, you know, always good to, uh, pick everybody's minds. Love it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It has been a pleasure. All right, uh, Gary, um, and KT, it was, uh, it was nice to meet you. Um, uh, we'll definitely, uh, go through your Twitter, uh, definitely follow you uh-huh. and, um, we'll definitely, uh, conversate again. I'll definitely chat with you. Oh, definitely. Okay. So, uh, uh, can I have your Twitter handles too? I, I think Garson's, uh, I, I do follow Garson, right? Uh, yes. If you want, I can send you a message right now. Um, I'll send it to you privately. Oh, perfect. And then you, you can see exactly who I am. Um, definitely. Thanks a lot. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, Gary. I'll see you guys later. Thank you guys so much for listening today to another episode of Regular Investor. We appreciate the support and we want to see you guys interacting with us on Twitter. It keeps us excited to produce amazing content for you guys. Make sure to drop a review on Spotify. Tell us how you like the podcast. On behalf of the JTSG team, we will see you in the next one.